welcome to Realizing Your Potential, a leadership podcast from Accolade Wines. Accolade Wines is a leading wine company with famous wine brands loved around the world, including Hardee's, St. Hallett, Grant Burge, Bannerock Station, House of Arras, and Echo Falls. The show was originally recorded for our people as a learning and development tool, but due to popular demand, the Realizing Your Potential podcast is now available on Spotify and iTunes. We're your hosts. I'm Sophie Ellis, your learning and development specialist. And I'm Martin Martino, a learning and development consultant. In this first series, we interview experts within Accolade Wines for their leadership tips and advice as we build a high performance culture. Please get in touch with Accolade Wines on LinkedIn if you want to contribute or with any questions or comments. So let's get started. This is episode number five, which is all about giving and receiving feedback. We're lucky enough to be joined by Matt Jansen today, our General Manager for Commercial Finance and FP&A. Matt is going to share his experience of feedback from his career so far. Matt, a huge thank you for joining us today. Are you able to start us off by telling us something about yourself which we might not already know? Yes, of course. I, um, I suppose prior to COVID and prior to joining Accolade, um, I, I love traveling. Um, I've been to probably about 60 countries in the world. Um, one of those being um, Tanzania and in um, and I actually climbed to the top of Kilimanjaro. So that was sort of a badge that I've got. Um, it's the highest peak in um, in Africa. And um, so I, I love that journey. Um, I, I don't enjoy the camping, <laughs> but it was it was an unbelievable experience. But I, I do I do love love traveling, um, even though I'm on the other side of the world from from most countries. Um, it's a passion of mine and I, I really enjoy it. That's incredible. Um, I'm with you on camping and hopefully we'll be able to get back to some travel soon enough. Can we cast you right back to a time before you became a manager? How did you feel about feedback then? I think before becoming a manager, my preference was to both give and receive positive feedback, including praise and reinforcement. I think receiving positive feedback Im- improves your self-confidence while giving positive feedback makes you feel better as a person when someone reacts in a positive way. However, the best feedback I've received has always been constructive feedback, um, including room for improvement, suggestions for new and better ways of doing things, pointing at something that was done in a less than opti- optimal way, or my blind spots. Um, the key for me is providing feedback in a constructive and appropriate manner. Uh, which can then lead to better and improved performance generally. Um, Also, I think the most highly effective managers uh, are both open to receiving constructive feedback themselves as well as providing their team members with constructive feedback. Yeah, so I'm hearing your attitude to feedback has evolved somewhat over time. What would you say is the best bit of feedback you've received as a manager? I think the best feedback has always been when the person giving the feedback has shown genuine care and empathy. Um, Also, when it's been given to me in a constructive and appropriate manner, Um, an example would be the feedback under the the coin formula, context, observation, impact, next. Um, Context being identifying the situation, which can be a specific example of when I may have demonstrated the behaviour. An observation, um, say when they've noticed that behaviour in a a clear and objective manner. Uh, The impact is the impact of my behavior has on the group or an individual. And next, um, 
and I think this is the most important is is providing specific examples of what I could have done differently um, next time. Um, the the impact that that has on me personally is um, when it's presented in in that manner is um, I think I understand um, and ultimately uh, for me I want to become a better version of myself and so um, I if it's presented in the right way I, I take that feedback on and I action it um, and I enjoy taking that on and, and actioning it um, but I think it's really I then I understand the feedback and I can then action it. Has there been something that someone else has done when they've given you feedback showing that care and empathy i think two things for me is one is um listening mm-hmm. um i think um i think as a manager or even receiving feedback i think it's it's about listening i think saying i un- i understand mm-hmm. i get it um i understand is important so yeah two things for me is one, one is listening active listening really listening and then two is um i understand or i get it it's it's, yeah. it's acknowledging the person Matt, you mentioned um, the next part of the coin formula for feedback being the most important. Can you just talk mm. around why it's so important to give, because that's the part we often forget, right, to say what we'd mm. like to see instead. Can you just talk around any examples you have of where that's not happened or why you feel it's so important? Yeah, I think it's it helps um, the person improve. I think that's the that's the improvement and, and, and it's the pointers for um, the individual to help them improve because sometimes they might not see the the right path or the or how their behavior could have been different or or how that behavior different behavior could um, have a say a positive impact so just a slight tweak in that behavior would then have a a different impact on the on the situation um, so for me providing a an example even one example or two examples of what they could have done differently will help them on the right path so therefore next time when they're in that situation they might take a different a course or, or show a different behavior yeah amazing and that kind of allows the feedback to become advice as well doesn't it yeah absolutely yep yep spot on what we expect and what we think great looks like is very clear in our minds i think the challenge is is making that really explicit and clear for other people it's not an assumption it's not a guessing game it's not people having to read your mind So I think the more explicit we can be with the specifics of what we'd like to see done differently, the easier you're going to make it for other people to actually then enact those behaviours. Let's talk feedback gone wrong. What's the worst bit of feedback you've received in terms of feedback delivery? And how did that leave you feeling? There's been many different types of, of, um, call it, uh, the worst, you know, worst type of feedback, and I think it comes back to um, where the person hasn't shown that genuine care or empathy, and therefore it comes across as a personal attack. Um, and I think that's that's the worst feedback is is because ultimately people in that situation they can take a, a fight or a flight. Uh, fight being people will push back on the feedback um, and not agree with it, and and could get. You know, can get ag- aggressive to the feedback or flight is um, you know, people can walk away and ultimately you know, not respect you or not respect the person for giving the feedback. Um, you know, for, for me, you know, I'd, I'd feel annoyed as it, it didn't make me a better, better version of myself. And in fact, it pro- the feedback probably did the opposite. Um, so I think you know, coming back to what I spoke about earlier, which is around that, you know, what could have been done differently. It's around that, you know, that genuine care and empathy. It's also a person giving the feedback is taking the time prior to giving the feedback to really frame up the coin formula 
where that context, observation, impact, and next, and doing it in a, a genuine care or empathy way, um, and therefore it doesn't then come across as a, as a personal attack. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's so important to remember that everyone's looking to improve all the time, and we actually crave feedback to get better at things. What's essential is how that feedback is delivered and how it makes us feel when it's being delivered and that we understand the intention behind it, that the feedback's there to help us, not to uh, attack or demoralize us. A really simple way to get around this is, is to state your intentions before you give feedback to somebody. Explain that that feedback is there to help and de develop them and it's coming from a good place. If you're happy to share, could you tell us about the last piece of feedback you received and the actions you took? So the last bit of feedback I received was I need to ask the question of myself, uh, what else could be true? Um, if we hold our own beliefs as being true, then we don't open ourselves up to other possibilities and alternative perspectives. So to that extent, um, you know, I'm now um, starting to ask more questions and listen more. So actively now I'm, I'm challenging myself to, to ask more questions, you know, what else could be true and to listen more. If it's something simple as if I'm at a traffic light and I'm getting frustrated with the, the person in front of me, then I need to open myself up to what else could be true, what, what, what else could be happening in that situation. Um, or if there's a situation at work where, um, say, an employee might not be on their A game in the day, well, well what else could be true with that individual through that day? So why aren't they on their, their A game? Um, so, you know, opening myself up to more um, questions and asking more questions and, and listening more rather than, say, coming to a hypothesis or an assumption around a situation straight off the bat, which I, which I can do. And I think that's important to remember when we're delivering coin as well. Behaviour is impacted by so many things. You can only comment on what you see. But of course, we're going to fill all the gaps with assumptions and we've got to remember the assumptions are not always correct, which is why we must be really open-minded and curious and try to give feedback just on observations rather than on perceptions or assumptions about what that behaviour might be driven by. You could just talk around how that feedback was given and how it made you feel. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely delivered with genuine care and empathy. And, um, and actually, when it was presented in that way, I, I took a step back and went, yeah, I, I do need to listen more I do need to ask more questions and I do need to ask myself what else could be true in that you know, situation or, or that individual so yeah no definitely definitely it was a um, it was a it was a thought-provoking question um, and I think it was a, it was a good one and I think it was presented in in that way that it wasn't it wasn't a personal attack didn't it was definitely not a personal attack and it definitely didn't make me fight or flight it, it made me think about that alternative perspective yeah, amazing. And, and that's why COIN works so well, right? Because it reflects on a, on a behavior rather than on anything you're personally doing. It just pulls out the action, the physical thing that they see, rather than attacking you as an individual. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. Reflecting on your experience with feedback, what are some of the reasons why it might not have the desired impact or might go badly? I think for me, it's very 
it's very important to be well prepared when giving feedback. Otherwise, it will not be constructive and have the greatest impact. And I think touching on that previous point, I think being well prepared prepared under say the coin formula is is very important because if you're not if you're not well prepared then it can come across not in the right way and i think giving constructive feedback it's so important to give it in in the right way um otherwise yeah you, you can get that fight or flight response um, sometimes when being put on the spot isn't isn't sometimes the best best time to give the feedback i think sometimes for me i need to re- reflect on it um, and think back to say the coin formula to think how am I going to present this feedback in the most constructive way? Yes, preparation is essential. And I think while you prepare, consider flexing your style depending on your audience. You know your people, you know who you're giving feedback to. So ensuring the feedback plays into their preferences, what they care about, what they're motivated by, will help it to land. If you had to give one top tip to leaders, in fact, to any employee across Accolade on feedback, what would that be? I think seeking constructive feedback, not always positive feedback, because ultimately I think that's how we become better versions of ourselves. I think one-on-one, I think, and and regularly asking your manager or your peers for for feedback is important. Um, I'm, I'm not always... Um, you know, I don't think a, th- a 360 always is the b- is the best approach. I actually think that one on one, where you 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 openly say I, I'm embracing feedback and I'd like to have that constructive feedback because I want to become a better version of myself. I really liked how you touched on employees asking for feedback and reaching out for it themselves and stating they're open to it and embracing it. I, for one, have found it really helpful and interesting to hear your thoughts on giving and receiving feedback. We've taken away some great practical actions and tips. It's such an important topic to discuss. So thank you for your time today. Thank you for inviting me. It was really enjoyable. Thanks. We have introduced a feedback philosophy at Accolade Wines, which is based on the work by Kim Scott. It's what she calls radical candor. I love listening to Kim Scott speak and she talks about radical candor being the ability to challenge directly and show that you care personally at the same time. So it's feedback that's both clear and kind. If you take one thing away from this podcast listen, I guess it would be to practice radical candor next time you need to give some feedback. Kim Scott talks about four things that will help us practice radical candor. The first one being ask thoughtful and open questions. For example, What's one thing I can do to make it easier to work with me? And then the second tip is to actually embrace that discomfort. Count to seven seconds and practice this because this is really hard. It's so easy to jump in when it's slightly uncomfortable and start talking before someone's had a chance to respond. And then we've got listen to learn, not respond. So try and paraphrase. Think about what you're really hearing them say. And lastly, Kim says, reward that behavior. It takes so much courage to give anyone feedback, especially upwards feedback to your boss. Say thank you for that feedback and actually appreciate that what they're trying to do is develop and support you. That's it for this podcast. We hope you found this episode interesting and the topic sparked your curiosity to find out more. We have plenty of materials and resources to support this episode, so please don't forget to check the show notes.
For more leadership content, follow Accolade Wines on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.